0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dear Red Podcast, your non-judgment zone to ask me any questions you need advice on. I'm here to share my non-professional opinion and hopefully show you a new perspective that you haven't thought of before. It might be harsh at times because, as we know, the truth hurts, but everything is always all out of love. Shoot, episode 22. Here we go. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I, If you follow on Instagram at Dear Red Podcast, uh, you would probably have seen the story that I posted about why there was no podcast last week, because I got my second dose of my vaccine. And I'm so happy I did it. And if you have any questions about like what it was like or anything like that, you can always message me and ask me about it. Um, but I was just completely destroyed. When I posted that, Video saying like, "Oh, my stomach hurts and I'm tired." Wah. That was nothing compared to what came later that night. I was in so much pain. I had a fever, and it went on for days, and it kind of like lingered for quite a while, and it was pretty brutal. Um, but I'm very happy I did it, and it just feels like hope, and like things are gonna be hopefully getting better, back better, back to normal soon. Uh, But it was really bad. So there was no way I was going to be recording, editing any of that for last week's episode. So I just wanted to come on here and say that's what was going on. Have any of you gotten the vaccine? I was asking some questions about how long it took for you guys to get over it, how long it lasted, how bad it was. Did you even get any symptoms or like side effects? And it sounds like quite a few of you have gotten the vaccine and Also, if anyone's wondering, it sounds like most people have had a reaction. There's very few people who hadn't had a reaction, but for most people, it just like lasted a couple hours to a day. So don't let it, don't let it scare you. It was worth it. It was nice enough work. I was, didn't have to work, which is great. So I could just kind of sleep it off, but I'm feeling much better and I'm excited for this week's episode. So I just wanted to hop on here and say that real fast. And the rest of this episode was recorded last week. So I'm just going to let it go on from here. But I just wanted to say that real fast. Guys, I need to confess something. So I think I've mentioned on here that I'm kind of dipping my toe back into the dating pool, right? I am so rusty. Like I have no idea what I'm doing at all. (laughs) Like dating hasn't even been on my radar for like at least a year when usually like if you date a little bit here and there like you can kind of like you you remember how it all works but no like it's been completely off my radar i am so rusty i have no idea what i'm doing and i was getting ready to record this this episode and i was just like what am i doing giving people advice when i don't know what the hell i'm doing <laughs> like at all but I kind of feel like that's just, like, all of us. Like, we're, we all have no idea what we're doing. We're all just kind of, like, trying to figure it out. And we're just sharing, like, our thoughts and opinions just to try and help each other through it. Like, friends would do. Like, you call your friend to ask for advice about something they've never experienced. Like, that's just, I feel like I'm now that friend. But I'm also, like, I don't have my shit together. And everything I'm probably telling you to do, I'm probably needing to do myself. So, I just need to say that because I am not above anything I am not a pro on anything, I've experienced a lot, I feel like, through dating, I've, I've been through a lot, I've really soaked up a lot that life has offered for me, so I feel like I have a lot of experience I can like base things off of, but just so you know, in the current moment, I do not know what I'm doing either, so if it makes you feel better, I don't think anyone knows what they're doing, <laughs> even me, who decided to start an advice podcast. But, like, I haven't dated someone new, new, in years. Like, probably, like, probably, like, three or four years. So much of what I say on here to you guys is way easier said than done. And I know that. I'm well aware of that. But I'm also having fun. I just want to say that. I am having fun. Okay, so the last few episodes were kind of about, like, when is too soon to, like, get back out there and date and, and... What do people think? What do I do? Like, that's kind of been the common theme, I think, in the last two episodes, I would say. And so I just got to let you guys know. So I think everyone needs to know that I did a poll on my Instagram, on the Dear Red Instagram, asking if you guys think there's a timeline or specifically half the amount of time you are with someone to get over them. And 100%, literally every single one of you said, no, there's no rules, which I love. I love so much. You are my people. But. I wanted to share that because, well, A, for the listener who who wrote in, but also just for anyone who is worried what other people think, like if you're moving on to someone new in more of like a quicker time frame, people well, at least the people who listen to this podcast, which I believe are some of the best people, (laughs) are not going to judge you. So don't let it be a reason to not do what you want to do. And especially, it was going to make you happy. So, oh my gosh, you guys, how many of you saw or listened or whatever to Caitlyn Bristow's podcast episode when Jason proposed to her? And this is Caitlin Bristow from The Bachelorette. She was The Bachelorette a long time ago. I never actually watched her season back then. I never watched the show back then. But Jason was actually from, he was living in Seattle when he was on The Bachelor, but bachelor couple they got engaged and literally I just listened to it before I started recording I was kind of I was crying I was not (laughs) expecting that at all like at all I was just like sitting there marinating in my spray tan and now I just have streaks down my face in my tan so (laughs) so that's great can't wait To see what I look like when I wash it off. I'm just going to have permanent tears down my face. (laughs) No, but it was so cool. I had chills. And also, I just shaved my legs. So the hair started growing back because I had all those chills. So now I'm just, I'm not looking so hot. But I love love. I'm such a loser. I loved it so much. It was so sweet. And if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. It was really, really a sweet moment. But um, speaking of the bachelor bachelorette franchise it's coming up soon it's coming back soon the new season starts in a in a week in a couple weeks and our leading lady is from seattle katie is from seattle so i'm for sure going to be watching it and i'm thinking of either doing recaps or a watch live with me on instagram something i'm still trying to figure that out um I brought up doing something like that for the last season, and a lot of you wanted me to do it, so I'm thinking I'm going to do it this time, because I think a lot of you watch it, and I know it's been, like, so messy lately, and even the last few years, it's kind of changed a lot. It's not really all that great of a show anymore, but here I am watching, of course, so if you, and I'm assuming you guys are probably still watching, too, so we might as well just talk about it together. So I had someone I know reach out to me about um, how they were going through something. not going to say what it was, but they um, were telling me that they were listening to the podcast and it just, it made me feel so good because that's literally the only reason why I'm doing this is like to connect with people and maybe be a place where people can go and not feel like they're alone or like they're the only ones going through things or like even if i'm not discussing what they're going through i don't know just maybe just maybe hear that everyone's going through something and maybe just to distract from your own things i don't know it just made me feel so good and so often i feel like i'm just talking to no one and like no one's listening so to hear it actually is meaning something to someone is so wonderful and makes me so happy and i hope that is what I'm doing here, I guess. And I hope, I hope it keeps being a positive thing. So this week's episode is actually going to be really fun. We talk about friends who are maybe questioning their sexuality and how to maybe handle that situation. And we also talk about defining the relationship, like having that conversation, the defining the relationship conversation, how to have it, when to have it. And like, what to expect, I guess. We talk about that too, which I think is a very, very interesting topic and something that I think everyone kind of has like their own definitions of like defining. So we're going to go over all that. It's going to be a great episode. So make sure you stay tuned throughout the entire episode for both of those. So make sure you are subscribing to the podcast, leaving reviews, Leaving stars, please, five would be great. That'd be great. Um, You know, following along on Instagram, I'm going to be doing more with uh, The Bachelor, Bachelorette. So if you want to see more of that, make sure you're following over there. And if you have any questions um, that you want to send in to keep this podcast going to support me, you can send them over on Instagram, in my DMs. You can also email them to dearredpodcast at gmail.com. And make sure you leave as much detail to give me the most context. Try and give me, you can give me your age and your pronouns and I won't necessarily share those, but it just helps me like with, with context. Um, unless you want me to share or you don't care. So you're always going to stay anonymous, I promise. And yeah, so make sure to send in your questions and let's just get right into these questions. Shall we? Dear Red, I think my friend, who is a girl, is interested in women. She is super private about her dating life, and she never tells me anything specific about the person she is dating. I've seen her kiss girls who are friends drunkenly at a party before, but I think we've all done that before. She also talks about how hot certain girls are and she asked me if I'd ever hook up with a girl before. I feel uncomfortable around her not because she might be a lesbian but because I just want her to be herself because we'd all love and accept her no matter what. I want her to know I want her to know that but what if I'm wrong and she's straight? What do I do? Okay before I say anything I just want to give a reminder that everything I'm about to say is coming from someone who identifies as being a straight woman and So that's like my experience moving through life. And I can't really give advice from any other perspective. So if there's anyone listening who maybe has an experience or has a perspective that could really benefit um, this listener, please feel free to share it with me and I can share it with them um, or leave it in maybe a comment that like in the comments Um, on Instagram. That would be great. I think. It's really important to have the right voices speak on stuff like this and I'm speaking, but I'm not necessarily the best voice so if you're listening uh, that would be amazing if you could if you could share that and and I also just want to say like I might not be saying everything correctly or addressing things properly, but I'm coming from a good good, loving place accepting place and, and I'm all ears to learning what I'm saying or doing is wrong so please educate me if anyone's listening feels called to do so I always want to be growing in my understanding of things that I personally don't experience so I just wanted to say that because um, I, ha- I don't think I've talked about anything of like regarding someone's sexuality yet on on the podcast so I just want to put that out there but okay that being said I'm just gonna move forward with, I guess, my advice. Okay, so I'm just gonna like tell you right off the bat that I feel like you should kind of reread everything that you just sent in because you kind of made it about you, and that's the problem, I think. Um, someone's anyone's sexual preferences are absolutely nobody else's business besides like the two people or whoever many people are involved. like even if it's your bestest closest friend. It is like 100 percent their business, and they get to decide what they share and what they don't. Period. It's pretty much it's pretty much it. And like, what difference does it make one way or the other, you know? Like, and like she is being herself. Why does giving you a label suddenly make her more herself? And like sexuality aside, she sounds like someone who might just be more private, has fun at parties. <laughs> And maybe she asks interesting questions. So, I don't understand how any of those things have to do with you. Or how are how are any of those things an issue or something that would affect your friendship? Right? I don't know. I don't know. I just think in any situation, it's just best to simply support your friend and be a good friend and love them for whoever they are unless they're being a bad friend. And she's not being a bad friend. So... I don't get why something needs to happen or change here. And her not telling you it probably has nothing to do with you. I mean, it could if you're if you're not really giving off the energy that you would be accepting or anything like that, but it probably has nothing to do with you if she's bi or gay or and not telling you, she's probably learning about herself and she's probably feeling a lot of pressures just from society in general. So the last place she should feel is or pressure is in her friendships. Her friendships should be like a safe place in a safe space where she can just be whoever she wants to be and have no one questioning her. That's what I that's what I want and have from friendships. So just be there for your friend. And knowing or not knowing something isn't going to change how good of a friend you can be for her and that's what you should be concerned about is like being a good friend but like I do I appreciate your openness in sharing this thought process because it's very honest and real and I'm sure people listening have had thoughts like this before about a friend sometimes you have to check yourself and be like wait why does it why does it matter and so you're allowed to have thoughts of course but it's always good to check them and at the right time maybe you'll find out more but it's on your friend's timeline and it's not on your timeline whatsoever. And like your friends probably going through a lot if this is if this is what you think and maybe she isn't sure how she feels. And she has no clue how to get clarity and the last thing on her mind is how her friends feel. If anything she's stressed more probably about her friends like what her friends are thinking. So just like take the pressure off of her and don't don't be one other thing that is causing her like stress and pressure. And, like, in friendships, no matter what friendships, if a friend is, go- there's go- like, if you have year long friendships, there are periods of time where one friend is going through a lot. And so they can't, like, they don't want, they don't even think about telling you certain things, or they just don't even have the energy to call you. They are going through stuff. So it's like, no, and not, not even this specific situation, but in any, this happens in all friendships, all different situations. So, like, it's kind of like a, a bob and weave of like you give it's not always like a 50/50% relationship sometimes you have to be the friend that for like a couple months is giving 80% because you care about your friend and your friend can only give 20 because they're going through something and then when you go through something you want that same response like if you were going through something or you were trying to figure something out or whatever it was you don't want to have to explain yourself you don't want to have to have your friends questioning the friendship or you you just want them to be there and like be a really good friend so that you can then do that for them it's just like it goes back and forth that's kind of like what friendship is so think about how you would feel in her situation like how would how would you want to be treated by your friends and I would I I say that but at the same time you're not going to be able to fully put yourself there because you you I mean it sounds like well, actually you didn't say, but if you're straight, you're never going to be able to get yourself in that mindset. So try, but at the same time think about how she would want to be treated. Not just how, and not even just how you would want because you're not in that situation and you probably won't ever be. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like I'm like talking myself around. Like, how do I say this? What's what's happening? <laughs> I also think that it's actually really important to say that you Asking her is you outing her if she is gay or bi if she is. And there are so many like things wrong with that, so many moral issues with doing that to somebody. Like you are you would be taking that away from her. You would be choosing to write her story for her and taking the power and control away from her. About her own life, about who she about about all of that. She and she would probably be blindsided too. So I don't think you should necessarily ask. You should just wait. And if she says something, she'll say something to you and just like make and just show that you are like open and accepting and loving and she'll see that and say, okay, I can tell this person I trust them, you know, this is this isn't. This person is someone I want to know. And I don't know if technically asking someone is outing them, but just in my, what I I would think it would be. Just even from like, this might sound really silly, but like from in journalism school, like there's all these, you know, moral dilemmas and like what is right and what is wrong. And for so long, there was publications who were outing people before they were out and it's so wrong to do and I think asking someone even like being pregnant like if you like I don't know why (laughs) that's the next example that popped in my head but like if if you were pregnant but you were really nervous maybe about the pregnancy or you weren't sure you weren't like far enough along or something where you don't want people to know yet you don't and And if someone asks you and you have to tell them then, and then maybe they didn't want people to know. I just think, I think it was like, Mariah, no, it was like Jessica Simpson and Ellen DeGeneres and Ellen DeGeneres like pretty much did the announcement. And then I think she lost the baby. Maybe, maybe that's a different story, but there's just so many issues with asking people questions that put them in a place that they don't want to be in, and then they have to either lie, which isn't great, or they have to omit information that they're not comfortable with people knowing, even your best friends. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask her. Absolutely not. And on the other side, everything that you said really isn't hard evidence. (laughs) Like my friends and I, who all identify being straight, talk about how hot girls are like all the time. Honestly, probably more than we talk about how hot guys are. Because we appreciate an attractive woman. Even if we're straight. Like, I don't, I don't think that's, like, reason. So, just because your friend doesn't date anyone doesn't mean she's gay. Also, I'm very private with my life. My dating life. Very private. And I've had people joke that I'm probably lesbian because I just don't post every single guy I date or tell the world about my boyfriends. That's not, like when i'm happy in a relationship my brain doesn't doesn't think i need to like let everyone know necessarily which there's nothing wrong with posting but i'm just saying i'm more private and so your friend your friend just could be more private okay so basically just mind your own and move forward <laughs> i don't i don't really know what else to tell you think about your friend from her perspective and just support and love her regardless it's either way it's not it's not about you and you sound like a very caring friend and these are probably all things that we think about when we're wanting to be a good friend and but like don't treat people how you want to be treated treat them how they want to be treated because it's probably different from you and we all have different lived experiences and we all go through life differently you know so if anyone's listening to this and has some some advice to give or has been through this situation, or maybe they themselves would be the friend in this situation, please share because I don't want to be giving bad advice on these types of subjects because I think they're really important, it's about people's lives, and this isn't just something about like, should I text him back or not? <laughs> and we all want to be the best friends we can, and I think this is a situation that maybe other people might find themselves in. So. I really encourage anyone to, to either completely disagree with what I say, please tell me, <laughs> I want to know, or just, just add to it. So, Dear Red, I've been seeing someone for a little over a month and I'm not really sure what they want from me. How do I have the conversation about what we are? I thought they would have asked by now, so now I'm nervous that we want different things. Should I be the one to bring it up? Is it even necessary? Ah, defining the relationship. Yes, always a fun topic. I'm surprised we haven't talked about this yet, actually, that no one's written in about this, but this is very interesting, especially in today's day where I swear everything is so gray and like everyone's always in a constant state of limbo when it comes to dating, oh, so this is good. Um yes, I think you should absolutely be the one to bring it up. If, if it's something that's weighing on your mind and you are no longer able to just spend time with this person without it popping into your head and maybe affecting the way you act around them because it's all you can think about, then please say something because you're going to end up sabotaging it if you just don't say anything and then drive yourself nuts and then start maybe like creating stories in your head about what's going on because you don't have a clear picture or understanding. So yes, definitely bring it up. Funny enough, we've been like talking a lot about timelines lately on the podcast, but I think timing is important for this situ for this, um, for defining the relationship, but also it's super dependent on your situation. Um, so I don't think there's like a specific timeline, but you said a month, right? Like you're, you've been dating this guy for a month, right? I think that's what you said. Yeah. A little over a month. Okay, so generally, I feel like a month is not that long. (laughs) Um, I I guess if you see that person, because think about it. If you see that person once a week, then you've gone on four dates, probably. So that might just be a little bit early. Just because you're still getting to know each other and learning if each other are someone you want to focus all your dating efforts on or if you're wanting to be... I mean, that's if you're wanting to be exclusive, but you only really know someone so much. So you might even be doing yourself a disservice by not wanting to be open to other people. I mean, I always personally, I find it very challenging to date more than one person at once, just because it's like a lot of mental energy and emotional energy that you're spreading yourself thin. But at the same time, like having it be an option is good because it allows you almost to have like a clear head and a clear mind about the the people you're dating because you're keeping, not keeping your, well, I guess, yeah, you're keeping your options open and saying, you know, this is what I'm looking for. And so I need to find this and I might not be able to find it in this person. So until I know that I can find it in that person, then I'm going to keep my options open and, and date other people. I don't know. I'm just going off now, but... um, Now, a month is a long time if you've seen each other multiple times a week and you're having more serious conversations and like, by all means, then like ask away. Like you could be seeing each other all the time, doing all these things and a month can be a really long time. So that's my whole point is like, there's no right timeline. It just depends on your situation. If you're potentially getting like a little bit ahead of yourself, then maybe don't ask him just yet, but instead you can like tell him where you're at or what you're looking for or what you want and don't want. That way it's just like part of him getting to know you i'm saying him but you didn't specify it's part of them getting to know you and maybe then he will share the same thing but then if you keep seeing each other then you can have that like defining the relationship combo a little bit further in but i always think it's good to make sure that they know what what you want and what you're looking for in general not necessarily from them specifically like you don't know what you want from them because you're getting to know them, but like in general, this is what you want. So I always think that's good to have anyway. So if it's, if it's a little bit early, then just do that. Okay, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. This is a perfect opportunity. Can we talk about dating terms for a minute? I feel like this is something that everyone views differently and I don't understand why, because it's so simple, but people make it so complicated and okay, This is just how I see it. We're talking means we're texting each other on a regular basis with the intent on getting to know each other and something more being there. Now this next one that I'm thinking of, I feel like throws people through a loop, but we're seeing each other or we're dating each other. I think that means like you're going on dates on a regular basis and you can be dating multiple people here. So I think I feel like so many people think we're dating means we're in a relationship, but I do not. I think that makes zero sense. You are going on dates. You are dating. That's how I see it. I think everyone views this one differently, but but then there's we're exclusively dating only or like only dating each other. And that's when you like decide to only date each other to put all of your energy and focus into seeing if there's something more there, right? That's like the next step. So the, we're in a relationship we are boyfriend and girlfriend we are committed to each other and that's that okay i do not know why these are such a, like a point of contention for people like when my parents or like when my like family members or people who are further outside of like my close friends they'll be like oh like what are you doing i'm like oh i'm dating because that's what i'm doing i'm going on dates i'm not exclusively dating anyone so i'm dating Or if my friend will be like, oh, who was that person that I saw you at that bar with? It's like, oh, that's so and so. We're like, we're dating. Like, we're going on dates. We're hanging out. Anyone listening? I feel like everyone has been in a situation where either yourself or someone else gets freaked out by some of these because we each have different definitions. Like, can we not all be on the same page? Can we do that now? I don't know if mine is right. Maybe I'll like do a poll and we can kind of like figure out what each of these mean. And then we ever people can stop freaking out about them. I, I think there's like a lot of gray area between these. And I think it's why people kind of freak out. And I think people get them mixed up. And I think, like I said, people have different definitions of these things. But I really think the only time you need to have a defining the relationship combo is when you're moving from dating to exclusively dating. And then later when you want to make it official. But also, you, you, it's just like you need to figure out if you're on the same page or not. That's like the most important part of all of this. I do not know why, but so many people in our generation get freaked out by labels. And I don't know, I think it can be a red flag maybe for sure. I mean, like everyone is a little bit afraid because they're, you know, scared. And there's like a wholesomeness to it. But if someone is so against certain... Labels? I don't know. might be a red flag, you guys. Just keep be aware of it. And I'm not even like the biggest fan of like having to put labels on things necessarily just because like things happen naturally and they progress naturally. So you want to just let the relationship grow naturally and build its course without like the pressures. But I also have learned from that and how that's not always the best way to do it because unless you both have can talk and be on and like communicate really well and know you're both on the same page, then you don't necessarily need to have that conversation. I've definitely learned that it's not always the best to do that and it's kind of important sometimes to be able to define it and if someone's so weird ab- about it, then that might be an issue. And I feel like we don't always need to have it because sometimes we can read the situation well enough to not feel like the need to have to have these conversations, but Honestly, I think it's best because what we think is happening might not at all be what is happening and the other person might take advantage or unknowingly take advantage of like never having to have conversations about it. So overall, it's good to have them because it's a good exercise in communication, honestly, which we know is key, is key to a healthy relationship. So start now, start good communication now. Now everyone gets into relationships or I guess this new term situationships these days in different ways. It's not it's not so simple, so it doesn't always start out clear what is happening or what the intentions are or if you're even technically going on dates. So I guess just keep that in mind when I'm saying everything like cuz I you didn't give like the full detail of how you started dating or or anything like that. So I just always think it's really good to be super clear early on because you're just going to be thankful that you did down the road. But most importantly, I would say make sure you know exactly what you want and also like how you're going to phrase it and like what it is that you want so that it's clear and you can explain it well to someone who might read into it differently than how you would. Like try and think of it from different perspectives and how it could be taken because you want to make sure that you're clear and that it's being communicated effectively. And like, please, please do not beat around the bush or be flippant about it. Because then best case scenario, that's what you're going to get back. And, and it's not going to be what you want. So be very clear. And like, how can you expect them to be clear and direct about what they want with you if you aren't, you know? And like, it's scary. It's terrifying. I hate these. I hate, sometimes I hate having these conversations, but it's way worse to be on two separate pages because you didn't communicate effectively or, or because you would, you might also just like completely regret it. If you don't say exactly what you want, or you're not completely clear, or you don't leave the conversation feeling like you were completely understood, make sure like you clearly understand exactly what it is that they're going to say back to you or what they're saying, what they want. Like, if they say, well, I'm not seeing anyone else, that doesn't necessarily mean that they won't in the future or that it means anything of importance. They could literally mean, like, I haven't gone on any other dates recently, but they would if they had the opportunity, like, if it popped up or that it doesn't mean that they want to be exclusive with you. So just because they say, well, I'm not seeing anyone else, like, it, I don't know, it doesn't necessarily mean that they want to take your relationship like, a step further. Also, on that note, about like making sure you fully understand things, don't take actions as your answer. And I always say that actions speak, speak louder than words. Actions are the most important thing. You, I think it's more important to pay attention to someone's actions, but in this instance, yes, of course, pay attention to their actions, but do not take that as your answer. Because literally, you guys, I once met someone's entire family and then found out they were seeing other people. So <laughs> think about that. Wild. That's what threw me through a loop. I was like, okay, I can no longer trust people's actions. I full on thought it was a, like we were doing this and it really seemed like it with the actions that this person was doing. But no. But no, I guess I guess meeting the family. And that's the other thing about actions is actions that mean something big to you might not mean the same to them because of their life and their experiences and whatever. So like to me, meeting the family is such a big deal, but like to other people, that could be nothing because maybe they're not as close to their family or whatever it is. So yes, actions are big and are really important but do not like fully rely on them. Sometimes you just gotta hear it. You gotta hear it straight from the horse's mouth. I would also be prepared to not hear what you want and like think about how you're gonna react. And then just, I always think it's better to expect the worst and then if anything, be pleasantly surprised. (laughs) I don't know if that's like the best advice, but just like think, make sure you think it through because Like, if you guys are not on the same page, how are you going to move forward? Like, are you willing to compromise? Because if you want something and the other person does not want that, then aren't you kind of doing yourself a disservice by just going along with what they want? Now, if it's something that they say may change over time as you two get to know each other, then, of course, of course, you can consider it, but then don't forget and always be aware of what's happening. And if nothing's changing over time, then I'd say get out of there. If someone wants to be with you, they will be with you. If someone has a problem with you spending time with other people, then they should be happy to be in in an exclusive relationship with you. I just think it's so funny that people think once you define the relationship, you can't change your mind. What? I mean, that's dating, you guys. Like, we literally, we don't. Every exclusive relationship we get into is not the person we're going to marry. I mean, if you're lucky, sure. That, of course. I don't get why people are so afraid to just like go for it and then that way you can fully see what's up and then even a month in it doesn't matter you don't have to commit six months to this person once you're you, you can you can say like oh let's do this let's put all of our energy in and then you put all your energy in and you say it's not what you want you can get out of there you don't have to you're not locked in so I don't get I don't understand why people are so afraid to just like fully go in and like I also get there's like things happening in life that might be in the way of you being able to give 100%, which is fine. I think that makes sense. But like, if you're going to do it, just, just fucking do it. <laughs> I think also why people don't want to define the relationship, quote unquote, is because they want to have their cake and eat it too a little bit. We have dating apps at our, at our fingertips, right? We have thousands of eligible people attractive people at our fingertips. So when you see that there's that many options, it's hard to just pick one, I think, for our generation. So I think people want and crave like serious relationships and they want a partner and they want all those things that come along with it, but they're afraid to just lock it down with one person because what if something better is out there? Make sure... You're just enjoying the time and not putting pressure on this like fun thing that you're having this. You're enjoying this person. So don't put too much pressure on it. Pressure at the right time is good because you can't keep just like living La vida loca for the rest of your life. I mean, you, you totally can't. But if, if that's not what you want, then don't settle for that, you know? So it's just all about the timing of your specific moment with that person and like finding Finding that out along the way. And you might like, that's the other thing. <laughs> people in your life can add a lot of pressure. People in your life can be like, oh, you've been seeing this guy for so long. Is he dating other people? And then you kind of get defensive, or they're like, Oh, are you guys exclusive yet? People, your family, your friends, outside people between besides you and the person you're seeing can kind of like add pressure that make they put these like thoughts in your head that make you think, oh maybe we should be exclusive by now. So-and-so is exclusive by now. Like, oh my God, so-and-so fell in love by now. Like what's happening? I should be in love by now. Like what's happening? Is something wrong? Like you can really, like the comparison game, friends can say things to you all day long, but you need to like, not let that take over your mind and how you're feeling. Cause it can make you feel like more for someone that you may- might not even feel, or it can make you feel less. Cause you're like, oh my gosh, well, Or even, yeah, like, I don't love this person yet. Should I? Everyone else says they they have. Like, everyone's asking me if I do. And then there's all these pressures. And then you think you should be somewhere and maybe you're not. So, just, it's all about, I guess it's just all about knowing yourself, listening to yourself. But damn, it is a crazy, 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 crazy game, dating. Okay, one last thing I just feel like I have to say that just popped into my head is please do not have this conversation when you are intoxicated or under the influence of anything, okay? <laughs> so many people I feel like do do it that way. I, I'm sure I've done it that way. I have done it that way. <laughs> and I feel like I could tell so many cautionary tales about how that is not the right move. Do not do that. <laughs> and sometimes you, you, if you're like, drinking or whatever you can't control it and it slips out but really try to avoid it i mean sure it might give you liquid courage to actually do it that you might feel like you you need you don't need it but then okay so then you say it it flies out of your mouth you've said it you have the courage you said it but then think you are not in the right headspace if your emotions are heightened sometimes if you're that type of drunk then you might get like not not even a not great response, but a response that you interpret differently because you're drunk or maybe they're drunk or under the influence or whatever. And then they might not even say exactly, like like articulate their feelings well. And then you might not even remember what it is exactly that you talked about or, any, or like what you landed on. And then it's just so awkward, oh my God. So stay away from substances when having serious talks. <laughs> for real. Gosh. I feel like we we every single person listening to this has 100% has 100% been there or done that. Not even in defining the relationship conversation, but like a serious conversation, it like flies out of your mouth and you're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa." <laughs> Crap. And then you this this thing that you wanted to talk about for so long maybe got handled like in the worst way possible and you just like have the biggest pit in your stomach about it. Uh oh yeah so don't do it drunk but you should definitely do it if you feel like it's the right time for your specific circumstance you are doing this because you want to do it but you also know exactly what it is you want and you know what you're going to do or say if you don't get the response back that you want how are you going to move forward then do it you should be you should want to be someone who goes for what they want so i'm gonna i'm gonna leave with that (laughs) All right, everyone, that is it for this week's episode of Dear Red. I need questions for next week, so send them to me on Instagram, send them to the email. The Instagram is at Dear Red Podcast. The email is dearredpodcast at gmail.com. Leave your pronouns, leave your age, leave as many details as you can. It'll stay 100% anonymous. And yeah, I, I would really appreciate it. I need some questions. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, leave five stars and send me any feedback. If anything I said today you completely disagree with or you want to educate me or educate the listeners or help the person who is writing in, um, please let a girl know. Let your girl know so I can share it with the class. Okay, that is it. Everyone enjoy the sunny weather that we've been having and I will talk to you next week and get ready for Bachelor content. It's coming. Bachelor content is here. All right, bye guys.